Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. The world is run by the man. This is the Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. I'm Brent. Jeff is sitting right across the table from me, and we're excited. We are back in the house for another fresh Alter Life show. Jeff, I'm excited to be back. Yeah, we took a little we're break, back. a much-deserved break. I mean, we gave you 75 great radio programs, so we figured we deserved a little break. But we hopefully you enjoyed a little flashback, two separate Alter Life shows with a similar theme that we played back-to-back for you. And uh, tonight we're going to be kicking off a new series. It's not going to be as long as some of our other series have been, but uh, just a a quick snapshot of uh, the role of the Holy Spirit in our life and the different different things that the Holy Spirit does for us. And um, we are very excited to be back. I am. Shake the rust off a little bit. We're excited to be talking about the Holy Spirit for the next several weeks. And um, tonight, specifically, we're going to look at how the Holy Spirit, um, how one of the roles of the Holy Spirit in our lives is to... Um, convict us of sin and to guide us in the right path, but not to make us feel bad, yeah. <laughs> not to condemn us. So um, we're going to be talking about that tonight, and um, Jeff's got a little passage of scripture that we're going to jump off from. Yeah, we did our Jesus series last, and uh, Jesus is speaking to his disciples, and he it's time for him to, you know, he's preparing to go to the cross and to, to leave this earth, um, but he actually says in John 16, where he mentions the Holy Spirit, uh, he says, that it's actually to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. So the Holy Spirit um, taking over where Jesus left off with the same um, essence of Jesus, you know, the tri- the Trinity, the triune God. Um, we've looked at Jesus. We've talked about God, the Father, many times. And now we're going to be taking a look specifically at the Holy Spirit. And um, one of the key things that the Holy Spirit does is, as Brent said, he brings us uh, conviction and shows us the error of our ways. And um, a lot of times we can get condemned. We can feel like this burden. And that's not what the Holy Spirit does. And we're going to be looking at that tonight. And uh, stay tuned with us for the next few weeks. We're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit and his role in the life of the believer and um, you know how we can take our cue from the Holy Spirit. Two words, conviction and condemnation. You don't hear those two words too often outside the church. Um, so I guess maybe what we should spend a little time doing is defining what those two words mean. Conviction um, is something that happens in our hearts that allows us to turn to God. And condemnation is something that happens in our hearts <laughs> that pushes us away from God. There's two, they're, they're di- diametrically opposed. There's a good vocabulary word for you. <laughs> but uh, Brent made a, brought a good point um, in the last segment there about how conviction is meant to turn us from our sins. And a lot of times when we get convicted of something, we try to like cover that up because it doesn't make us feel good. Yeah. And we talked about, you know, that was Cutlass, the feeling before. And that was an appropriate song to becoming. Uh, coming out of to talk about what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> I always say that. We're going to talk about what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Like so redundant. let's just talk about it. Okay. Sounds Ready? good. Go. I, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're talking about how uh, conviction is something that doesn't feel good. It, it You feel it in our hearts and it's like this prick or this like, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, Ugh. you get that sick feeling in your stomach and you're like, oh, I don't feel so good about this. But that's our, war- that's like our red light. That's our, it's like that sign that says, don't go any farther because the bridge is out. That's what God, that's the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives. It, it's kind of like the warning signs. And mm-hmm. instead of, condemnation is like, 
there's a bridge out and you can't stop. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, and you just drive <laughs> off the cliff. That's what condemnation does. But uh, conviction is uh, is warning us. It's kind of telling us to turn back. So yeah, we're going like, to continue to talk about that. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Opposite way by Leland, which is what the Holy Spirit does. It wants us to turn the opposite away, away from our sins. And that's what the conviction that we we long to feel if we really want to be close to Christ is uh, we we long for that conviction because if we're not getting convicted over the little things, that's when um, we're in trouble. And yeah. actually, Leland played that song at the Harvest Crusade, which is a man. It's like a month and a half ago. Yeah, though. really. It went fast, but uh, it's really where I got to hear that song and really appreciate the. Uh, the essence of that song. I so. like when you go to a concert and like you just hear the you've heard the song a zillion times, yeah. but then you go and hear it live and you're like, it just makes you appreciate either that CD that you bought or that song that you've heard so many times before because you experience it in a different way. Anyway. Yeah, and I can actually take that what you just said and turn it spiritually. It's like when you sit in church and you like hear the, about Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is great. Right. The Holy Spirit's great. But then you actually experience it, then you're like, whoa. Yeah. It, all that stuff is real. It's true. <laughs> so I've, I know personally for my life, I've had so much stuff shoved into my head that yeah. I know I know it, and I know I could you know I could sing along basically with uh, with a lot of these things about the Holy Spirit and stuff. But it's not until you really experience it in person or live, yeah. if you will, then uh, that's when you really that's when you cherish it. And uh, I've had you know I felt the conviction of the Spirit, and I've also gotten to the point where I felt condemned and. I much prefer the conviction because it yeah. kind of gives you a kick in the butt to go the other way. Condemnation kind of holds you down. And uh, that's what we're talking reminds about. Reminds me of that verse, you know, like working out your salvation. Because you get saved, and the first minute of getting saved, you don't realize, like, how much more there is to it than just, like, that emotional and that one time experience of getting saved, walking down. And um, so many people, you've heart branch in the Harvest Crusade, so many people doing that that weekend and making that first commitment for Christ. But, um, you know that's great, and that's an awesome thing, and everyone has to have a starting point. Um, but it isn't—it's the role of the Holy Spirit's life, or the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives, to actually work that out in us. And one of the tools He uses is what we're talking about tonight—is that conviction of the Holy Spirit to point point to things in our dark hearts. And you know what? We're human. We don't like to feel like we're not perfect, or we don't like to be found out that we're not—we yeah. <laughs> don't have it all together. Um, but you know, as Christians, we should be desiring the conviction of the Holy Spirit because, you know, as we listen to that and as we obey that and yield to that, um, we actually become more like Christ. And the, the salvation that we that we decided on, <laughs> however many years or days it was ago, um, it actually has the opportunity to work itself out in our lives, and we start bearing the fruit of the Spirit. You know, yeah. which is another topic we may get into. <laughs> Hint? Huh? <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes, thank you for listening this evening. You know, when we were talking about this topic and thinking about this topic, um, you know, it took us back to Acts, you know, the very, very beginning of the church after Jesus left. And it was like, um, I think every other verse mentions the Holy Spirit working and doing something amazing um, through the disciples or through the Apostle Paul. And, um, you know, one of the, the prominent stories in the beginning of Acts is when Peter um, and um, is, has his, his famous sermon, you know, where he goes out. And um, it says right before that, though, that, um, you know, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Spirit was actually giving them the words to say. And Peter went off into a sermon and he was telling um, the Jews that were there in Judea, um, he was uh, addressing them and telling them about how 
them, their generation, and the generations previously have failed um, in recognizing the Jesus as being the Messiah and was, you know, basically challenging them and encouraging them um, to focus on Jesus, you know, and, and he was basically, you know, when you read through it, I mean, he was laying out the truth in front of them and um, showing how, you know, prophets came and prophesied Jesus and they didn't believe, you know, he died and rose again and they didn't believe and he's basically, they're basically just laying out the truth in front of them. And uh, one of the interesting things, the impact of that um, wasn't a hard heart. It wasn't these people like wanting to pick up stones and throw them in this case. Um, in verse 37, it says, now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said, repent. And um, the key thing there that just grabbed me was, is that they were cut to the heart. You know, all the crap, <laughs> all the stuff that was in their hearts that was dark, um, the Holy Spirit just cut right through that um, and, and touched the innermost parts of who they were. And they were, you know, instead of running away and, and feeling depressed about themselves, they, they asked the question, you know, begged the question, well, what do we do? How do we turn? And um, Peter instructed them on how to do that. And that was a really cool, um, the, you know, visible, actually real life story of how the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin. Yeah, I think whenever we're confronted with righteousness, like true righteousness, and we're not, we know we're not behaving righteous, it's automatically convicting. If you think about the story when, when Peter's on the boat and Jesus, you know, tells him to cast their nets out again, and he's like, all right, whatever, and he goes ahead and does it, and the, the boat is filled with fish, and he just looks at it, he says, depart me, depart from me, because I'm a sinner. Yeah. And he says, you know, I'm going to make you a fisher of men. Like, he was so confronted by this righteousness that he was convicted of who, where he was in his life. And he probably wasn't happy or satisfied with the way he was. And that's why conviction is so good because it gets us out of our rut. Thanks for listening this evening to The Altar Life with Brett and Jeff. We're excited to be here. And um, this topic already is just, is just really cool because, you know, we get to see how faithful the Lord is through the Holy Spirit in um, protecting us. And as Jeff was saying earlier, you know, the bridge out warning signs, you know, the Holy Spirit being the one to stand up and say, hey, wait a minute. You know, our conscience, you know, um, the one that that keeps us on the straight and narrow, if you will. And um, I'm just so thankful for the Holy Spirit in my life, you know, and there's times where I just ignore it, you know, (laughs) and I just keep plowing through and then I feel guilty and I feel, you know, all the other, then the enemy uses that to to get me down. Um, But it's like, I've never been... um, uh, never said, oh man, I really wish I didn't obey the Lord. You know, I really didn't <laughs> wish I, I listened to that bridge out sign. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you never regret the Holy Spirit and obeying it. The enemy, it, it's, such, it's such a weird thing when we get con- condemnation from the enemy because you would think that if you felt bad about your sin, then you would want to stop it. But when you're condemned, it actually keeps you there. Because you're like, oh no, I'm so terrible. I could never go back to God because I'm so evil. And that's the that's the enemy talking, and that's the enemy trying to keep us exactly where we shouldn't be. And uh, we need to let the Holy Spirit speak to us. And uh, that was <laughs> their double play. We got three double plays tonight. Super Chick was a little while ago. That was just for Lion K. And then we have a another double play. But you got to stick stick around and listen to find out who it is. So that'd be like a six tuplet of double plays. Is that the <laughs> word I was tuplet? <laughs> it's okay to say sex tuplet. I, I yeah. know it sounds weird, but it's okay because it's talking about six of something. Uh, yeah, I I just couldn't <laughs> remember what the word was. <laughs> That's like when I say pianist because it kind of could sound weird. Anyway, <laughs> oh, conviction of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I was just convicted for saying that on the yeah. radio. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
Lord's forgiven you. Now you can walk in the righteousness and the newness of life. Thank you. <laughs> For real. But that is, I mean, That's obviously it. we're being silly, but think about that. That's just like an amazing thing. Like where you just like, it's like you get that jolt back to life almost. Like when like you're clear. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you're like oh man that's what it's like the holy spirit just kind of like rejuvenates us you know obviously it talks about how the holy spirit like you know and new the newness of life like you said where we can kind of get in this like dead weird place and the holy spirit right. is the one that yeah and i like when you said like it cuts to the heart like it gets through all the garbage like i just picture like someone just like having to make that clean cut and they're like just clearing off all the dirt and all the nastiness so they make sure that they do it right and that's like the holy spirit like he kind of clears everything out all the distractions so that he can make that surgical incision to just to get rid of that thing or whatever that splinter or whatever he's like the flame that you put your needle in so you can get that splinter out of your finger so often when you're confused you know he brings the reality of the truth in the forefront you know it's like you know where's Waldo there it is you know what I mean the Holy Spirit's the one that shines the light um, and brings us to repentance you know that's a pretty cool cool role of the Holy Spirit in our lives and I don't know I get all giddy and excited yeah. when I talk about the Lord you know it's funny Jeff and I will sit here and we'll you know be chomping on the topics and we'll just be chewing and chewing and chewing God's word and you know um, for in preparation for the show and it's like and all it takes is just you know sitting down with your friend or you know being alone even just being alone with the Lord and you just just thinking about truth and you just get excited. Your spirit just, the spirit in your heart just jumps. Says, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's true. That's true. That's not exciting, you know. And it just points to Jesus and how amazing Jesus is. So, oh, man. I, I'm i just so thankful. Like, I was, you know, as we ended the last hour, just feeling thankful about, you know, the fact that Jesus, you know, Jesus, when he left, he said, I'm going to give you a gift, a promise. Um, and actually, he says it in this passage in Acts. He said, um, uh, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and I'm going to give you the gift of the Holy Spirit. And it's like, it's really a gift. God's given us this, this, the ability to have the Holy Spirit inside of us as a gift. You know, and you start thinking about, well, that's kind of a weird gift, you know. Like, <laughs> um, I would have rather had a Mercedes. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's like, Jesus is like, I'm leaving you, you know, in the sense that I'm going to heaven. I'm not going to be here on earth anymore, but I'm going to give you a gift. And uh, we're going to keep going on this gift thing a little bit because... The conviction of the Holy Spirit is definitely a gift. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. That was Tin Man Jones, Sunshine, and it's time for our unbelievable spot. Unless we just messed up and we played the the little image liner in the wrong spot, but uh, we got to do it anyway. I mean, that we can't just like leave it hanging. I'm sure everybody's like, yes, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's unbelievable trying to think of an unbelievable every week. Actually, we don't even try to think about it. And, um, <laughs> we just <laughs> get on this point and during go, All this, right. yeah, like the song beforehand. We're like, what did we talk about? Is there what's, anything? What's there? on our minds right now to just like talk about in high hilarity? You know, <laughs> and we maybe, just turn it on. You just turn on the humor. Our goal anyway is high hilarity. Sometimes it's low hilarity or <laughs> zero hilarity, but forty percent. Give or take <laughs> negative forty degrees Celsius hilarity. Um, the barometer on this unbelievable is dropping. I don't know. When I just mentioned <laughs> gifts, I thought of Christmas, and then I thought of the fact that it's the middle of November, and Christmas decorations and stores have been out for a really long time. Yeah, pretty much since like before Halloween. Yeah, it's <laughs> like oh, Christmas, Christmas decorations. That must mean like it's it's fall. <laughs> <laughs> that must mean that uh, the leaves are going to change colors soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, which you know it's it's crazy, but it's good because it's warning us. 
Yeah. They put the Christmas up decorations like, if you don't have any shopping done, you better get your yeah. butt out there you and You better shop. get your Christmas list together. Kind of like the Holy Spirit. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> How we put the warning signs up. It's like, uh-oh, here comes Christmas. You better get ready. That's the Holy Spirit talking. Yeah, whenever <laughs> I see Christmas decorations, you know, some guy like, yo, you better get your Christmas list together, yo, <laughs> starts talking to me in my head. <laughs> Just like that. That's, yo, that's the up, little yo. guy on Brent's shoulder. <laughs> I love those things. It's like either yo or bro. You know, <laughs> yo, bro. Get your Christmas list together. It's time to get your act together. Or it's man. both. <laughs> yo, bro. Bro, yo. The altar life. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> That's not a good Christmas gift. No. So um, <laughs> so get your Christmas list together because it's it's coming soon. You don't want to end up with another yo-yo. Yeah. Another, or another yo-yo. Another gift bag of socks. Assorted. <laughs> Irregular socks. Assorted. <laughs> Crew what does that mean? <laughs> Assorted socks. Does that mean like, um, you know, the pairs aren't together when you buy them? They're like, <laughs> you have to hunt, in, you know, in the bag for the matching set or, or what? Maybe. They're unsorted socks. <laughs> I uh, I just go back to that picture of the, the guy on your shoulder. Like, that's the old old school classic angel devil thing. And that's kind of like, that ties in with conviction, right? Yeah. There's conviction over here like, no, don't do that. And there's that's bad. They're kind of like, yeah, do it. And when you do it, you're going to feel terrible. And it doesn't matter because you're still going to do it. <laughs> and then that guy always has a leather jacket on and like slick back hair. And then the other person has like blonde hair and a white like gown on. <laughs> anyway, that's not what the Holy Spirit looks like, everybody. <laughs> All right, that was Pillar smiling down. Smiling down. That's a good thing because we always think, or the enemy likes to make us believe that God's like angry all the time and it's like wincing and like grimacing. You know, it's like that grumpy old man that you don't really want to ever talk to. Yeah. You know, he's just going to have a complaint. He's got like get off the lawn signs and stuff. God's not like that. <laughs> Do not trespass. Well, he does kind of have that rule, but. He's very forgiving. <laughs> Whoops. That was a good point. But anything, anything I was thinking about. No trespassing. When you were talking about Peter and their response. Like a lot of times we, we get on this Holy Spirit high horse where we're like, I'm going to t- I'm gonna tell the truth. And what that does is just drives people away. And um, the fact that they were like, what do we do? Like, how can we get right? Like, that's the true example of someone who's ready to repent is when they're like, what can I do to make it right? And that's where conviction comes in. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in. And we love it. And the Holy Spirit is doing that tonight, hopefully, with you. And um, going back to what Jeff said right before that double play, when he was talking about how conviction draws you to and doesn't um, push you away from the truth. Um, in that story we read in Acts chapter 2, when the, those folks were cut to the heart, um, the, the question they asked was interesting because it showed them a lot about their disposition. They said, men and brethren, what shall we do? You know, he was talk- they were talking to Peter, who had just spent um, a lot of verses, which I don't know how much elapsed time that was in reality. Could have been like an hour sermon, I don't know. But, um, you know, basically said, men, brothers, you know, he, they, they felt so close to Peter in that moment that they, he referenced them as brethren, you know. Um, and so often, you know, I've seen where people with their, you know, um, their agendas of speaking, you know, down on people and telling them what they have to do. You almost go, who are you? You know, get away from me. And you're not my brother. You know, <laughs> you're just talking, talking craziness. But, um, you know, they were actually convicted to the point where they were like brothers. You know, what should we do? They were broken. They were, you know, their guard was down, you know. And um, that's what the Holy Spirit does and, and wants us to be in that place of, um, brokenness and um, not having our agenda and having our point. Um, but the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit really works, and we've seen it over and over again, 
um, it works to do that work of um, bringing us to repentance, you know, and it's not, it's not, um, you know, through, oh man, I feel so bad, so I better, I better do this so I don't feel bad anymore. It's, you know, it's like, it's an actual light on darkness that goes, oh man, I really want to be in the light again. And, um, you know, these people experience that. What shall we do? And, and it's great how Peter responded. It's like, repent, um, repent and let everyone be baptized and guess what? You'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, you know, which is really cool. Yeah, well, you see it in somebody else's life. And that when we live righteously, it's not to be like, hey, this is how you should live. We should just live righteously and other people are going to be drawn to them. Like, that's how I should live. We don't have to do the talking. You know, it's the Holy Spirit that draws. And um, it's like that big net, obviously. Jesus yeah. is all about nets. <laughs> Fishermen, <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, speaking of which, you can go on the net and uh, <laughs> that was lame thealterlife.com but anyway um, I really like what you were just talking about yeah and uh, it's yes. just so amazing that God would use Peter yeah and like fill him with the Holy Spirit like anybody you could just be filled with the Holy Spirit if you walk according listen, to listen it must have been the Holy Spirit Peter cut somebody's ear off <laughs> know. you know what I mean this is the same guy cut somebody's ear off and now he just said a sermon and these people were like brother tell me what to do you know yeah it's got to be the holy spirit the holy spirit used the guy who cut the ear off to cut to the heart yeah. <laughs> without whoa, a real whoa. knife That's cool. <laughs> he's like yeah we know you got that in you so we're gonna take it and make it like sanctified <laughs> so here cut people to the heart <laughs> by yeah. speaking yeah all right that was going under by this beautiful republic <laughs> thanks for listening to us this evening in the Ultra life with brian jeff and this is a beautiful republic that we live in mm-hmm. the republic mm. The Republic of the People of the United States or something like that. I just thought of that old hymn, the Battle Hymn of the Republic. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I actually, this is one of my favorite hymns. Is it? I yeah. forget how it starts. Me too. But I remember liking it a whole I lot. I remember being kind of surprised at the title of it because it doesn't really say Battle Hymn of the Republic in glory, it. Glory, glory, yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. It's pretty glory, cool. Glory. When you have like this big orchestra or something like, you know, chanting it, it's like, yeah. I prefer Freedom. You can't get to heaven. On roller skates. No, you can't get to heaven. Anyway. (laughs) You can't get to heaven unless you've been convicted by the Holy Spirit and turned from your sin. And that's why it's so important. We kind of forget or we put the Holy Spirit as like the third man on the totem pole. Yeah. Because we can't grasp the idea of three different people and an order, yet they're all equal. It's kind of hard for us. And we're not going to really get into it tonight. So just be left to wonder. (laughs) That was a little mind teaser to keep you up tonight. I know. You'll be like, but... But they're all the same, but they all have different purposes. And, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> anyway. The triune God, something we'll never figure out. But that's okay, because the Holy Spirit we can was only sent hope. by Jesus to comfort us. Begin to wrap up what we've been talking about tonight, but don't be afraid, because we have lots more about the Holy Spirit that we're going to get to in the next few weeks. It takes up to Christmas and the New Year, and who knows how long we'll be in the Holy Spirit series. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> very unplanned here. Yeah, I think you got this. We got this all figured out. No, nope. <laughs> you think we're just waiting for the Holy Spirit to put up a sign like, "Okay, stop." <laughs> Conviction, like yeah. you've talked about me way too long. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get prideful here. <laughs> no, that's not right. That's like the angel when John fell down and worshipped it, and he's like, "No, don't worship me. Worship God." Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, whoa, calm down. Yeah, but the Holy Spirit is God, and we'll be focusing in on Him for the next few weeks at least. And um, just to wrap up, we're just thinking about. Jesus and the reason God sent Jesus into the world, I know we're talking about the Holy Spirit, but let's talk about Jesus for a little bit, um, <laughs> is he wanted the world, which was already condemned, like we're already dead in our trespasses and sins, so 
for those of you that are fear condemnation, you don't have to be afraid because we're already living in it. The, God sent Jesus to free the world of the condemnation. It says in, in John 3.17, verse after the famous one, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And while Jesus was on earth, that was his job, was to convict the world of sin. But then when he left, he said, I'm going so that the Holy Spirit can come, and he's going to convict the world of sin. They kind of like, it's like the whole you know, three-man tag team thing. Like Jesus <laughs> like taps out, and then the Holy Spirit comes in. But it's so crucial for us to, to see the Holy Spirit and to allow the Holy Spirit to work in our life. Um, God does not condemn. The only thing he condemns is sin itself, and he did that. He, he put it to death on the cross. And now his job is to convict the world of that sin that's been condemned. He's like, why would you want to go to that stuff that's been condemned by me? Come back to me. I'm awesome. <laughs> and it's the <laughs> truth, though. God is just totally, totally worth following, period. <laughs> you know, the conviction of the Holy Spirit, um, isn't just, it's not just good enough to uh, say, oh, yeah, I get convicted by the Holy Spirit all the time <laughs> and go on your merry way. Um, the Holy Spirit actually, its point of convicting you is to cause some reaction or some action in your life. And, um, you know, I just want to challenge all of us as we're sitting here tonight and we listen to this whole um, show. Um, and I know you have because, you know, you're enjoying the altar life and we're, we're thankful that you enjoy it. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just, I just pray that if you're being convicted tonight by something, the Holy Spirit's been talking to you about something, um, that you would actually... Make this stand, step up, live the altar life, and um, lay that down, whatever that thing is, and um, repent and turn and run to the Lord. Because that's the whole point. That's why the Holy Spirit's in our hearts, in our lives. Um, don't run over the bridge, run past the sign, full speed ahead, and like end up in the ravine because you didn't listen to the to the Holy Spirit's talking in your heart. So, um, just wanted to throw that little challenge out there. Now, it's it's. I mean, that's what we're here for, and that's what we we get fed. Every time we come and God has something to say to us and hopefully he's speaking to you through us um, and that the Holy Spirit is filling you up uh, with truth and explaining it and teaching you more and more about God because he is us teaching us more about God as well. So until next week, be cool cats. Live for Christ. The Altar Life. Music, Music truth, truth, real, period. period.